Hello, hello. Guess who it is? The one and only Space Bucket. We back. What's up? What's up? It's Lush and Kasalin. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's everybody doing today? Everyone's traveling well. Lush, how are you doing? I am fantastic, mate. Fantastic. The sun is out. The birds are chirping. Yeah, I'm doing good. That's fucking how good. How are you? Man. You know, um, something that I learned to appreciate again after like forgetting about it in my younger days, tamarind candy, man. Who doesn't love tamarind candy? Me. I love the sourness of tamarind when it enters your mouth, and like how it makes your cheeks like scrunch up. Your mouth itself tricks itself into providing like a sweetness, but that's because it's insanely sour. Yeah, those are those little things that you forget about tamarind. Ah, good old days. I don't think I've ever had a tamarind candy. Alpenliebe. Who remembers the Alpenliebe ads? Alpenliebe. La 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 I don't know what it means, but that's what they said. Um, but yeah, man, like this, this situation that's happening in the Middle East, different parts of the world, things are just boiling over. With all of this happening, and then you get other parts of the world which are quite, let's say, comfortable. You know, they're going through their own things, but comparative to be having airstrikes falling down on your home or not knowing whether you'll see tomorrow, having to look out for your life every second, huddling under tables, chairs, under rubble. To all those people, all I can send is energy and blessings and hope that they get through this, that they pull through and are safe. But in the midst of that, all these people in their little comfortable nooks and crannies behind their phones, smartphones and tablets choosing either not to engage or taking a stance as saying, I'm not political, therefore I choose not to get political. You are not political because you are lucky enough to have escaped. You don't have to make that choice. You deem it not necessary because you were privileged enough to skip it, essentially. Others don't have the same luck. Do you know what I'm saying? It definitely boils down to privilege. I think there's a difference between stating that you're not political and choosing to not fully engage with the issue in a way that's outwards, if you know what I mean. Like not engaging with the issue on social media, for example. I don't agree with like the statement of saying that one is not political because, yeah, that does boil down to privilege and you don't have to be political because... As you mentioned, um, you have no need to. But there's also, I think, a fine line between posting on social media and engaging with issues temporarily versus actually caring about the issue. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But a lot of people don't care. Or they just skip the caring part because it doesn't concern them. Sadly, or, well, fortunately, I don't see it that way. So, like, when I saw the pictures and the videos that were coming out of the Gaza Strip and things happening between those two communities it like triggered me man it it really got to my got to my kind of soul because people are really suffering there you know and then there are people that choose just not not to open their eyes to the truth of the world i mean cool don't get in your feelings you don't have to get in your feelings just because the rest of the world is suffering but you have like as a human you feel things you know and when other people are suffering damn it must affect you in some way or the other. 
but people are so easily triggered by the things that don't matter, like those those little things. Like, oh, today I couldn't take my BMW out, but instead I choose to take my Audi. Fuck, god damn it. Which car today out of my 100 billion cars? Yeah, why why would people get triggered by those by the little things? I think there's also a distinction between being triggered and being uncomfortable. I think triggered is more so relating to a traumatic experience you may have had and so you see something, you read something or you hear something. Um, and that triggers a memory of a traumatic experience versus just being uncomfortable with something that's going on. In this gen, like, the word trigger is thrown around easily. Like, goddamn triggered, you know? Or people throw it around and be like, ooh, she's triggered as a, like, sort of diss or as a way to, in air quotes, trigger someone even more. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of become a bit yeah. of slang as well. Most of us aren't really comfortable with dealing with emotion and therefore we emotionally get triggered. For example, to put it in context, you might be able to handle someone that is angry. You know, you might be calm, cool-headed when mm-hmm. someone's mad and you know how to diffuse that situation. But when someone is crying or is sad, you wouldn't know how to address that situation. That situation unleashes an emotional trigger within oneself because one is uncomfortable dealing with sadness. And therefore, a lot of us have emotional triggers within ourselves. So how do we identify these triggers? For me, I know that I'm uncomfortable with something when I get angry, like instantly, or I feel sad instantly. Um, Essentially, if I feel an emotion that is a deviation to my normal state, my normal emotional state, then I know that something... Like baseline state. Yeah, baseline. When I feel a deviation, that's when I know I'm uncomfortable with something. And I'm often, I'm getting better at it, but sometimes I'm not even aware of it until someone asks me, oh, why are you angry? And then I have to think about why am I actually angry? In my case, it's like, I think uh, I have a, a need for approval and when I don't get that approval I feel myself being triggered and now I've been able to look at it from the outside kind of view and being able to identify it so it doesn't really affect me all that much anymore another thing that I would say that gets me emotionally stirred up is Mm -hmm. for some reason interactions with my father and for the longest time I, I didn't I wasn't able to kind of identify it but now, very recently, like I've been ad- able to identify like when I try to butt heads. And it would be for things that don't even need a response, but I'll respond. And I've been able to identify that. Yeah, so that, that could be like my inner child. Um, do, as, a, uh, like as a kid, there were certain things that I felt were neglected. There might, it might not have been all that big a deal. But for in my experience, mm-hmm. in my emotional memory, that's how I, like my mind kind of, my consciousness remembers it. Therefore, I choose to, or I did choose to get triggered by certain actions, situations, conversations. But now that I'm aware of it, it's surprising because you never like, you never think, you know, you never associate things. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's surprising when you, when you do identify those things. Mm, when you can take a step back and be like, oh, that's why I feel this way because of this, this and this. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of us don't take that time. Right, it is a lot of shadow work and really going in 
to the parts of ourselves that aren't easily accessible or that are difficult. Um, Often shadow work sort of reveals to us the parts of ourselves that we're uncomfortable with, the difficult parts, the parts we don't want to admit that we have. Lush, what is shadow work? Shadow work is essentially healing yourself. It's going through, like I said, the darker parts of yourself and working on them, realizing why maybe as a child you were treated a certain way and that's why you behave in a particular way now. It's um, diving into those dark, uncomfortable places and let me heal that part of me. Right. So a lot of people, because as children, they weren't able to deal with those uncomfortable situations. Um, Therefore, they experience pain or suffering, right? And then as an adult, it translates to you you trying to find avenues and ways to deal with that now because you didn't deal with it then. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cool. So a lot of us turn to other avenues, such as alcohol. Basically, anything that gives an escape, right? Correct, correct. Oh, like so many different things because it pushes away you having to deal with those emotions then and there or at that moment. You can easily escape into another kind of version of reality. A distraction that allows for an escape. And or in today's world, there's a lot of distractions that are so readily available at our fingertips. And I think the other thing is, right, It's so easy, well, it's not so easy, but we're able to think that we're right all the time and be like, yeah, this is my reality. I want to see the world this way. I want to see people this way. For some people, if ego plays a big part, then that is the reason. Like you think you're always right. That sort of blocks shadow work. If you think you're always right, then you don't see your actions. Yeah, Yeah, you don't see your actions. Yeah, that's why like there are, Many people that resort to like instant anger, instant violence, um, they raise their voices to get their point across because as children, they weren't heard or they feel they weren't heard. Therefore, raising your voice, making drastic actions and like, you know, um, makes you believe that you will be heard better. I was definitely like that. As a kid, I used to get angry so quickly. In the snap of a finger, I'd be angry and... It wasn't something I was able to identify till recently. But when I go back and think about, oh, why did I get angry? Most of the time, it's because I didn't want to hear an opinion that didn't fit my reality. I didn't want to hear what someone wanted to say that, you know, didn't suit me. I only wanted to hear the things that were like, yeah, you can do this or you can go there or, you know, you're right. Um, But in all instances where I was told I was wrong or my behavior was not as it should be or whatever the scenario, if it didn't suit me, I'd be angry and I'd raise my voice and I'd pout and I'd stomp off. Um, And that's the same in conversations as well. It could just be a conversation about something other than the two people conversing and I would get angry because I wasn't willing to listen to the other side. I wasn't willing to hear another opinion. But now, like I know, I've realized there is no point in me getting angry, right? Everyone has their own opinions. If I want to engage in the conversation, in the discussion, then I need to be willing to listen to the other side. So that is that is shadow work, going back and realizing, you know, what made you uncomfortable? 
what still yeah. makes you uncomfortable why why am i uncomfortable cool man that interesting stuff because a lot of us don't want to like deal with stuff like that i mean for the longest time i even as a kid i used to get super upset at like the littlest things and i would blame so many different things for it when i realized oh shit it's like me getting triggered for no reason because of certain things that happened in my past or when i was younger um cool but like a lot of people don't see it for the longest time like i can see it in older generations um because those generations were never like openly talking about these things um emotion or things like that because it for example for a man it 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 in in their eyes it's perceived as being effeminate therefore you wouldn't address these things and you have so so many social kind of cues that tell you okay no you this is not something you should do people so therefore people like dumb it down things such as food drugs alcohol sex porn shopping work gambling you know the people think that work and food are like no problems but those are the biggest forms of addiction that no one ever like identifies yeah oh i just realized something right now you know i have this if people dare me to do things i will do it like i will not stand down i just realized that's like probably a yeah, like a, a need for me to please therefore being told this is challenging or you can't do this makes me more uh like makes me want to prove the point even <laughs> more interesting man see cool cool shit you're like f you mate i can i can do it <laughs> i'll show you correct Correct. I'll show yeah. you I can do it. Even Correct. the craziest thing, tell me I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Regardless yeah. of what the consequences will be. Yeah, man. Didn't realize till like right this second. Like right now. <laughs> Insane. See, that's Shit. the thing though. <laughs> it's like, it's okay to go back or like to look through your behaviors and figure out and ponder why you might be behaving in a in a certain way. It doesn't mean it's bad or good. It just is and Yeah, you know, yeah. Everyone's it's you past being aware experiences. Of it, yeah, everyone's past experiences um make them into who they are today. So as a kid, maybe most of your experiences weren't of your choosing. So naturally you pick up things along mm. the way subconsciously that you're not even aware of and you can't deal with until you're an adult. Um but when you are an adult, you can become aware of them. And it doesn't you don't have to be down in the dumps that um you know you figured out something dark about yourself you could just like laugh about it or like hey like you just did with your dare stuff <laughs> it takes a second um and it can be humorous depending on what it is yeah that's yeah yeah i sure, look back sure. on a lot of things i used to do and feel like <laughs> uh she was crazy when she was like 16 wild yeah, child yeah. but it's yeah it's evolution right we all change we all grow it's okay it's like a tree that plants roots in the beginning as the tree is small it'll bend and be subject to the elements but the older it's, it gets the stronger its roots become in planted into the ground it becomes more immovable unmovable immovable and then you have a strong healthy tree that like flourishes if the right nutrients and with time so everything takes time just like any any of us some of us just break more often than bend um and we don't know how to repair ourselves and those past wounds we haven't explored them like we haven't 
taken out the pus that's inside uh, or like the dangers of it and therefore that that has kind of collected and damaged our souls it festers mm. the method that helped me the most is journaling and it doesn't have to be structured it's just whatever whatever you're feeling whatever you're thinking just put it down on paper or type it up in a document like whatever you want but journal um, and when you see things outside like in a physical form outside of your brain and outside of your thinking loop you're able to process it more if someone writes down for example oh this person hurt me today when you see it in front of you you start to think oh why why did this person hurt mm. me or maybe you don't even think that and you just get it out but at least you're getting it out but journaling allows for processing and that's an excellent way of doing it and no one has to see your journal which is great it's only for you um, and you can look back in a few years or in a few months or whenever and be like, oh, I've changed. <laughs> I used to think like this and I don't anymore. Right, right. I tried, like I tried at the beginning of the year and it got, I was consistent for a couple of months at least. And then I kind of dropped out. But now having had this conversation, I should, I want to start again. Like, it doesn't take too long, 15 minutes a day or something like that. Hey, mm -hmm. the same goes for meditation. But that's another thing. I find that I, I start like yeah. a lot of things um, and then I yeah. get like disinterested easily. I don't see it through. Apart from cooking, cooking is the only thing that I've been able to stick by for the past five years, six years. Yeah, I'm like that um, too. <laughs> so that's one, that's like a passion that burns deep, that won't like die out. But yeah. yes, other things I'll quickly pick it up. I'll like burn like bright for a couple of these things and it'll slowly simmer down. But for sure definitely should start back up again with the journaling and you don't have to write pages and pages like some days i'm i could write maybe mm. two pages i've got like that much if it was like a busy day or i had a lot on my mind then i'm i'm writing a lot um but some days i just drop into my journal and it's like hey i'm here i had an okay day um like not much going on felt okay that's it some days are intense some days you know your mind is running at 100 miles per hour other days they're just they're just ordinary days um you know you're flowing it's okay everything's okay not much to report on so you don't have to put pressure on yourself to like get paragraphs down some people journal maybe drawing is your form of journaling yeah maybe yeah. you want to jot down a few words maybe you want to draw a spider diagram of how your day went the beautiful thing about journaling is that you can make it your own. So there's no, there's no rules, there's no regulations. You're not going to be assessed on it. No one else is going to see it. It's sure. your own thing. It's your own little safe space. Oh, yeah. You're not going to be assessed on it. Because usually everything yeah. you're tested, you know. No judgment. Or you feel you're tested. It's a judgment-free zone. No one else is going to see it. Everyone should do it. Put down a word mm. or two. See how far you go. Yeah, so I was looking this up and I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw up a worksheet on my journal, like a, a chart and one column for my triggers. It could be anger, anxiety, anything, you know, like a whole thing. And on the other side, coping mechanisms for it. That'll help me identify what my triggers are mm -hmm. and then find ways to deal with them in those situations without letting those emotions cloud my judgment. That's my goal for today. What are things that help you cope? For me, it's, oh, it might not be coping at the same time, but some things are like music. Music really helps. 
um, working out really helps like exerting physical stress on the body kind of helps me get through days definitely time spent in the kitchen or time spent hashing out things I could experiment and try out whether it's weird or works anything but other things I guess are probably not as good is I watch a lot of content like I, I immerse myself in like TV shows and movies and things like that some days I can go entire days just in front of the TV I don't do that much anymore but that's another thing I guess like a negative coping mechanism well do you think it's negative why do you think it's negative because certain days I'd go the entire day just in front of the TV well not not recently so it's like distracting not, not you like very recently but maybe more than a couple of months ago maybe sometime last year I'd like smoke weed the entire day just be stoned in front of the TV for ages yeah I think if you're if you're running away from something then maybe you need to deal with what you're running away from mm. But in the current time that we're in, like in the middle of a pandemic, there isn't much for anyone to do. Like you can't go out, you're inside most of the time. In that sense, I mean, what are you going to do other than maybe yeah, spend yeah, yeah. two days no, no, out no, of the week is... watching TV shows all day? Like that's fun. Sure. sure. That's, um, true. that's true. You know, that makes sense. I think if you're running away from something, then yeah, deal with what you're running away from. Um, but if you mm. need a break from the outside world and I think that's okay too yeah I just want to touch on working out as well which I think is really important especially when you're dealing with things it's a way to get the stuck emotional energy out of your body because energies do stay stuck within us especially negative ones and when they are stuck within us they manifest into diseases and aches and pains Maybe if you're stressed, you feel a headache sometimes, and that's because that energy is stuck is stuck in you, which is why working out is excellent. Um, maybe you don't even want to do a vigorous workout. Like I hate like high intensity workouts, which is why I love yoga, or even just flowing, just moving your body. It doesn't have to be super strenuous and sweat inducing, but just move your body, go for a walk, put some music on, and just like flow, wail your arms about if you want to, you know. But yeah, move your body is important. For me, breathing, I sometimes remind myself to just mm. stop and take a second to just take a deep breath. And that gives me space to process whatever's going on. And usually it's just my mind in overdrive, you know, being a bit dramatic. Yeah, just taking a second to give yourself a bit of space before you react to something which I think is important. Spreading your awareness out. Yeah. Because we're so quick to just, something happens and we feel like we have to react instantly. You don't have to. That's not a, that's not a rule in life. Mm. You can give yourself a second. Yeah, music. I really like music. Sometimes I feel like I can't express even in words, like in a journal, what I'm feeling. But then I'll put on music and this the song will express exactly how I'm feeling in ways yeah. I yeah. felt I could not yeah, so I really like music too. Cool, man. Yeah, that that was awesome. Yeah. In terms of working out, I personally I like to like break a sweat. I want to like feel the pain. So yeah, I I tend to do that. But I've been working out almost every day this week. Um, if not the gym, I go for a swim. Um, it's good. It's good. Head head clear, clear head. But yeah, if I was looking at myself when I was fifteen or something, I would have been like, damn son, you got so many problems and none of them really matter. <laughs> 
Cool, man. That was a good conversation. Like, thanks for that. All right, folks. Remember to take a breath. Give yourself some space. Figure out what you need to do for yourself. You've got a week. We will be with you next week, Thursday, same time, same place. Our Instagram is at SpaceBucketsPod. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll catch you soon. Stay safe. Have a wonderful week. Bye.